Hey everybody, um, my name is Brittany Gonzalez and um, I am a mother of three and this November I will have been married for 10 years to my husband Freddie and uh, we live in the Panhandle of Florida. I am a BCABA which is a board certified assistant behavior analysis. I work with children um, with varying exceptionalities. Most commonly people know this type of therapy to be used with children with autism. And of course I work with lots of friends on the spectrum, but definitely different diagnoses too. And um, yeah, and I just love the Lord and I'm here with my cousin. You want to introduce Hi. yourself? Yes. My name is Sarah and I have been married for a little over 12 years. I have two kids. Uh, we currently live in Georgia. So just a little above Brittany, but it's still about five and a half, six hours away, give or take. I wish it was closer. Um, I studied psychology, child and adolescent development in college and I used to work with high-risk families and work in homes specifically with children um, that were high in higher-risk families, but I currently work as a ASL teacher teaching sign language online to students all around the world, and I love it. I homeschool my two kids, and we use classical conversations. We absolutely love it. I lived in Canada for about seven years, and I'm definitely enjoying the warmer weather <laughs> these days. I think it's funny you say that considering we're under these heat advisories where we are. And I was thinking of that video oh where my you goodness, I know. walked outside and you threw water in the air and it froze. Oh, and I, yeah. <laughs> boiling water. Wild. It was straight boiling water off the stove and turned immediately to snow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't remember it being boiling water. I was just thinking it was like crazy for it to be water in general because here in Florida, we don't get snow like that and definitely not to that level we're all melting here right now I feel like yes so hot <laughs> yeah very hot so um Sarah and I have well Sarah has has dabbled a little in a podcast but not really but this is something that is pretty very new to both of us but it's something that God put on our hearts and we just felt like the first podcast should just be you know, how it came about and how we started this journey that you guys yes. are listening to right now. So Sarah, do you, let's see, how do we want to start this? Cause there's so much to say. And I want us to, um, I think everybody who's listening should know something about us before we get started. Number one, <laughs> there it is right there, that. The giggles that happen when we're together sometimes might make this podcast unproductive. Yes. <laughs> so we will try our best not to like go off on a tangent of giggling on something that's probably not even that funny at all. And especially not if we try to explain it, why it's funny. It will just get worse from there. Yes. But also, also, I feel like we need to share that um, we have so much right like so much to say that sometimes we might stumble over our words but that we know the holy spirit is driving us and leading us and so we're just confident in that side of things yes absolutely the lord has really been prompting on both of our hearts just how much 
he wants he has to speak through us and when we we Brittany and I talk basically every single day and there's always something the Lord is doing in our hearts and our mind and he's revealing things to us and we just get fired up and mm. it's we definitely can stumble over our words you're going to find out about me that I'm terrible at pronouncing things <laughs> um, so, so. it's so fun everybody get ready <laughs> because as soon as it happens I'm going to be the cousin slash sister like person that I am that's like wait what was that Sarah what's that word and I'm not going to let her live it down straight up to I'm my gonna... face mocking me <laughs> <laughs> definitely going to be mocking her and then you guys can go and take these what we call Sarah-isms and go into the world and share that with others when you say things and um and we can just giggle um about that together without actually even knowing but in our hearts I'll know somebody's also laughing at you and yes. laughing at me for laughing at you thinking I'm a terrible person <laughs> oh, yeah. the circle of laughter I love it Yes. I, and I love where you were, you were starting to go, but I'll also interrupt a lot. That's the thing I do. I'm working on it, but <laughs> same. You said, yeah. <laughs> you said um, that it's, there's always something on our hearts and that's kind of how this started was yes. you. What did you say? You're like, Hey, I was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> well, the Lord had prompted on my heart to, to do a camp to share the gospel with kids and to go take the kids among our community and share the gospel there. And I have been brainstorming this with Brittany for a year and a half and praying with her about it for about a year and a half. And it was just a huge work of God. And I am not a public speaker. I am, I'm very quite shy in all of this. And it was a big struggle for me. And Brittany's kind of like my hype girl, you know, she's on the side <laughs> cheering me on and <laughs> she's like my security blanket. If a little kid always carries around their blanket, that's like what Brittany is to me. And so I was feeling anxious that she wasn't here with me to do the camp. And I just told her, I just wish so badly you were here. And, and then it just kind of dawned on me that, Hey, it would be so cool to be able to do a podcast together. We just kind of feed off of each other so well. And we have the same heart and vision for the Lord. And it just kind of stumbled out from there. <laughs> yeah. But in such a, in the way God does things in such a beautiful way that when you look back, you're like, Oh my goodness, Lord, you were just doing all these little details and blowing our minds and really he's just you know sitting back like yes I know I planned this the whole <laughs> yep. time I'm glad you're finally catching up right, <laughs> as, <Yes>. usual. <laughs> yeah. as usual I'm ahead of you in this and thank you Lord for being ahead of us but yes Sarah you. um I so Sarah's shy and I am not at all shy <laughs> and I never stop talking and so um, we are an odd couple in some of the things I would say, but in other things, especially, um, as parents, God has, has blessed us that even in some of our deepest trials, we've walked through them yeah. together and yeah. almost, I, if not identical, very parallel that yes. we're like, okay, God, <laughs> what are you, what are you doing here now? And, and, um, yeah. Yeah. So and through all of that, there's been that whole ironing, sharpening iron throughout it all. And that kind of, that started a few years ago too, of um, just our own kind of ministry together, the devotions we would do and praying for each other and all of that, the iron sharpens iron. And really we've just literally walked through life, even though we're miles apart, hours and hours away, we've been able to just walk through life with God leading us and sharpening each other. And it's just been the most beautiful journey ever, honestly. 
I think so too. I, and I think um, in my walk with the Lord, um, and like you're saying, iron sharpens iron, but he's just opened my eyes to a deepness in him that I always think I'm there until I'm not, I'm in the next. And yeah. oh, this is so rich. And then there's the next moment of revelation or deepening or strengthening or trust or whatever it is. And, and to be able to do that with a person who I love so much, it's just been such an incredible blessing. And it's so amazing. Yeah. And, and I'll say too, that I think, you know, as we were coming up with this, we want to get into the meaning of our, our name, which is like Jasper. Um, but really we wanted to say kind of what our hope for this was that that we could celebrate our differences, right? Celebrate how different I am from you and our likenesses and also really hope to help people connect with God outside the four walls of a church and and in every aspect of their life, not just what do you do on one certain day or two certain days or this Bible study or whatever, what, how can we, uh, help you to grow and infiltrate the gospel into every nook and cranny of your yeah, life. Exactly. Every, and, and really we're learning that alongside of, <laughs> alongside yeah, of this yeah. and just sharing what God reveals to us along the way. And it's been so amazing. And, and speaking of the name of this podcast, um, like what you were talking about, that was one of those things that God just kind of fumbled into our laps in such an, such an incredible and like kind of mind blowing way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that it's funny too, because Sarah and I both, I will say we, we have these thoughts and we, we are walking through our and stumbling through the voice of the Holy spirit. Some days we know exactly right. Like I would say there are moments, many moments in my life where I have said that was the Holy spirit. You could not convince me otherwise. And then there are these thoughts in my mind that are, Was that a a me thought? Was that a Holy Spirit thought? Was that a fleshly thing? And so I think, yeah, I think both of us, we have these moments where God presses stuff on our heart and we might, it's not that necessarily we're being disobedient, but we're trying to be sure that we're not stepping um, ahead and being confirmed in it. And then as soon as we do, there's this just power punch of confirmation and it's like I can't believe you were thinking that I have to tell you what I was thinking and, and, <laughs> yeah and, it's the yeah. most incredible thing yeah I think so too and, and I think so um I don't know if you remember I about this about how the, the initial thing was like okay we we need to come up with a name and we were we were ping-ponging a couple of things but one of the biggest I mean I feel like we could go on a long time about that but the, the highlights of that was when you picked the numbers. Did you want to, um, you want to share that part? Do you remember that? Yeah. So we were basically just trying to figure out what to do. And I just said, Hey, what if we, maybe there's a scripture verse out there, or maybe I didn't even get to that point yet. I think I just said, Hey, what year, how old were you when you got saved? Maybe we could do our numbers. I was, um, we're going to go into our testimonies next, next podcast, but a really brief thing is, you know, I was six when I first said the words, but it didn't come true to me until I was 18. And, and that's when I really felt like 
I, I truly received the Lord at that time. And Brittany uh, was 31. And so we were like, well, 1831 or 3118, how can we play off of that a little bit? And so we started looking at scripture verses um, and Psalms and Proverbs and really all over scriptures with either verse uh, or chapter 18, verse 31 or vice versa. And some really neat things that God revealed through that. Um, Brittany, you want to go ahead and, and share this Psalms 1831? No, I don't because I didn't write it down. Um, but okay. I, do, <laughs> I know that it, Putting you on the side. <laughs> but I know that um, I can look it up in my Bible if I no, need I to. Right I looked here. up Matthew. Do you have it? Yeah, up so I do. So Psalms 1831 said, who is God except the Lord? Who but our God is a solid rock? And of course, solid rock has such a powerful meaning in so many ways. Um, but that really stuck out to Brittany in a lot of ways because the Lord's been putting on her heart specifically like rocks and stones. Um, and it's, that was really neat. You want to piggyback yeah. off that? Yeah, no, I just felt like that was kind of the catalyst because we'd had some really great names that we'd come up with and, and we both were like, oh, this is really good, but I don't know if it's, if it's the, like, it wasn't right. singing to us, <laughs> we right? Like, we're like, ah, that sounds great, yeah. but it's not right there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ah, I think, you know, well, this really could be a great one. And when you, when you did that with the numbers and pulled up Psalms and it said rock, I said, oh my goodness, you know, that is, I have had rock and stone on my heart. And so then I went and started, Sarah and I, we went back and forth about um, all of the, and, and that's when you were like, oh, well, there's so many references in, in scripture about so stones many. and rocks. Yeah. 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 And so that's when I was like, oh, okay, this is definitely something I see, you know, God, you're doing a something. And so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is a, we call that godly. You can quote that for us anytime something <laughs> is just incredible and God ordained, which is every moment of every day. But when we finally notice it, we call it godly. And, yep. um, <laughs> and so I have a litany of scriptures. I'm not going to read them all, but I am going to read a few. I think I want to get to I think I want to do what our podcast is from and then go backwards because yeah, that's, that's how great. the Lord like, okay, good. So we, so I went in on revelation four, three, and it says, and he who was sitting, Oh, oh nope. I, I was going to read the whole thing. Hold on. I'm so sorry. Y'all see this. We know it's going to happen. <laughs> You're good. Okay. Okay. So this is revelation four, one through three. After this, I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven, and the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once, I was in the spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it, and the one who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Carnelian. A rainbow resembling an emerald encircled the throne. Now, I read that in one version, but the other version that's just the verse three says, he who was sitting was like a jasper stone and a sardius. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but the point is like a jasper stone and these beautiful things. And before I go on, Sarah, I yeah. do want you to share what you share with me that has always spoken to me about how the word like and that yeah. is a descriptor. So... Um, one thing about Revelation specifically is how they use the word like in reference to describing what heaven looks like or describing what the, what God looks like. And it's like, he's so beautiful or heaven is so incredible that they, 
it's like this, but it's not quite like that. It kind of makes me think about when we were trying to figure out the name of the podcast, actually. We're like, yeah, yeah it's, like, it's kind of like that, but not quite, you know? It's, Where it's almost, quite. it's so hard to pinpoint um, kind of thing. So in this case, it was like Jasper, right? Seeing God sitting on the throne, it was a like, like a Jasper stone, which I, actually when we were talking about this, I had to look up what does a Jasper stone even look like? And it, there's so many different colors. A red, kind of speckled red is a common one, um, but really there's all kinds of different colors and they are gorgeous. And so I kind of think about the, the beauty found in that Jasper stone and trying to describe that to somebody and you just can't quite something so beautiful and it's just like it. <laughs> it's so yeah. hard to explain. Um, and that just kind of stuck and stood out. Yeah. And, and Jasper um, is definitely you know, the stone, the stone itself is indescribable because yeah. of the variety of colors. But so then good. they're saying that that stone, this, what they're even seeing is like something that's already indescribable. And so right. that, that has like always been line. profound to me. I mm-hmm. remember one time when we were doing the iron sharpens iron and talking to each other, you said, um, well, there's going to be all new colors in heaven. And one of Sarah and I's, not one of the crucial thing for us is that, Everything that we believe and that we speak about, we don't want it to be on our own. We always go back to scripture. Yes. And, and when she said and make that, make sure that me, that's valid and scriptural. Yes, because we don't want to be a part, perpetuate anything that is not standing on the word. Um, but when she said that to me, I said, well, where in scriptures that say we're going to see new colors? And at that point you said, well, it doesn't say that, but when they describe, they say like, and for some reason that had just passed me by I, I, when I'd read revelation, the fact that they're describing something that's indescribable. So maybe there are going to be things. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I guess we won't know till we are. get there, but it is right. just kind of amazing to think about that. It's there. It was like an emerald. It was like a diamond as opposed to it was emerald and diamond, you know, and it just kind of makes yeah. you wonder, like, it must have been so incredibly difficult to explain because it was so beautiful and it was so, it was similar to this, but it wasn't quite, you know, and it's just amazing. And especially for this one, I mean, talking about the beauty of God, like, I can't even imagine seeing God for the first time. And they're saying he was like a Jasper stone sitting there on the throne, like, oh, whoa, yeah. sitting, on the <laughs> <You know? laughs> sitting on the throne. I think right. for me, that is the picture. Whenever I hear songs that call him the king of kings or he's on the throne, man, my heart is just, oh, it just pounds out of my chest. The idea that this uh, king loves me and I walk into a throne room and there's a space with my name on it because yeah. of his blood, you know. So just all of that, um, you know, I, I, I honestly, we have so much again to share, but I want to circle back because I will go off on a tangent, but I, <laughs> me I, too. I, uh, <laughs> because there's just so much but when that happened so we 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 get this scripture and we feel like that's it and so I I said well maybe like Jasper and we went back and forth and so I have this incredible Sunday school teacher um that I am in with and he he's just such a big um uh What's the word I'm trying to say? Like a bouncing board. He just thinks in such a deep and and interesting way that kind of makes you just dig in like, whoa, thought provoking. 
Yes, and he encourages us. He doesn't want, uh, he wants to make sure that the people in his class are, are in love with the word in such a way that they, they go and they don't just read it, but you meditate. All the things the Bible tells you to do is he's yeah. just very much like that. And so he's got us as a Sunday school class, making sure that we're learning how to use an interlinear concordance. And, you know, um, that wasn't something that was super familiar to me. I rarely did that. And so, um, I do it for everything now, but so that's what I did with this. I jumped to the interlinear concordance and I, and what that is, is that brings you in case anybody doesn't know, but that brings you the original language, whether it be Greek or Hebrew. And it tells you the multiple meanings of that word, because, you know, we have so many, um, interpretations of the Bible now, and you can see the same scripture and it it has, yes. Yes. And, and knowing that language has so multifaceted and the way I might would interpret it just from a Spanish to English. Right. That's what I was about to say. We're both bilingual in different ways. You with Spanish and I with ASL and it's, we ourselves know like, Oh, this, this is a perfect word in in such and such language, but it's so hard to come up with it. And it's just like that in scriptures, the meanings there. Um, It really is so much deeper. The original meanings of so much of this is a whole lot deeper than the, than the vague words we use now yeah it doesn't really encompass it and Mm -hmm. then so that richness that comes and the clarity because you know one of the things that he is teaching us that is it's not necessary it's none of it's revolutionary but it is very core and I, I would like to pass some of it on that we take we take scriptures um that are easy to understand, that are straightforward to interpret the ones that are complex so that you don't lose and, and, and trail off into some sort of religious thought process. Rather, what does the word say about that? And so, um, when I did this, I started looking up all of the meanings of every word in that scripture. And when I got to Jasper, um, that's when it said it's a precious stone of diverse colors. Oh, Sarah, do you want to touch on the diverse part or you? Oh, sure. So Jasper is a precious stone of diverse colors. That's like the the definition of a Jasper stone, which of course is so difficult to explain because of all the diverse colors that is in it. Um, and just the heart that Brittany and I have behind this podcast is just that, to the diverse. We want to reach, we, as a body of Christ, everyone comes with different parts to bring to the table and there's no limit to that god is so you so unique and so personal in the way he designed everyone so differently and yet so intricately and i don't know if i said that correctly no you did it was perfect (laughs) (laughs) um but just like that we all bring something unique and special to the body of christ and like that jasper is so diverse in color so is the body of christ and so is not just the body of christ but every person in this world and we want to reach each person and no matter what background or cultural even around the world that's the beauty thing a beautiful thing about a podcast is really it goes around the whole world. You're not mm-hmm. stuck locally, right? And and that's kind of a big heart of ours. Yeah, and 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 to add on to that, everything you said, and also that, you know, the difference, the only difference between 
um, not the only, that's not the word I want to say, but the difference in us and, and everything else in creation is that we were created in his image. So to yes. compare the fact that the description of Jesus sitting on the throne is of a, a stone that is indescribable in nature. And then we're using it as a, as a metaphor or simile, I forget which one uses like an ad, uh, <laughs> but whichever <laughs> one that is, if we're, we're comparing it, yeah. we're comparing the indescribable uh, in it, like it's indescribable and it's all a reflection of how we're created in his image we are diverse mm, yeah. and we are different and we are his in his image and all of that is you know his design and so right. when we get to jasper and i just thought that that was enough right there that's beautiful and yeah, then i noticed <laughs> right like that would have been good and then i got to stone and I'm reading stone, not really thinking. It's the Greek word lithos, lithos. Maybe it's lithos. I should have looked at the pronunciation. And it gives That's you okay. what you would normally think of for a stone or a rock, right? Like this object. Yeah. But then it says metaphor of Christ. And my brain straight up exploded. And then <laughs> we went back. I'm like, stone is a metaphor for Christ. And maybe people are listening to this and they're like, duh, of course it is. I've known that for forever. Well, Could just be, but it was mind blowing to us. <laughs> yes. So just bear with us that maybe this isn't that big of a deal, but it really was for us. And so then Sarah and I had already ping ponged off of each other, all of the things with stone in the Bible. And I came back and I started writing them down and then looking up the strip the scriptures and um sarah off the top of your head do you think of any with the stuff i don't want to do that to you i have mine written down so that's not fair i mean but really there's so many i didn't write down what the actual verses say no but, that's okay i have them um, probably i mean isaiah there's lots in isaiah there is isaiah 60 17 which was talking about for brass i will bring gold and for iron i will bring silver um just like all of that one in the peace and the righteousness there's also jeremiah 3 9 um all kinds jeremiah 43 oh. like there's tons that yeah. there's some in ezekiel and um zachariah and matthew and mark all the gospels i believe yeah and of all course, the there's so many in revelations as well in corinthians and john um it was just it was honestly overwhelming the amount of scriptures <laughs> that it was it was and then and so i what i did was i took that word that specific word and to narrow it down i took when how where that word that specific word for stone was used in scripture because there are things like rock and things like that. So there was, right, just I was like in that Psalms 1831, where it says our solid rock, God is our solid rock. Right. right like yes. what kind of based it off of that? Yes. But this was from, so and I was thinking of like, Oh, casting stones, heart of stone, cornerstone, stumbling stone, millstone. And then I, I went, <laughs> I'm like, no, we got to go straight to what this word is from this scripture. We feel like the Lord has given us. And it, and it went, so Matthew three, nine, I'm not going to read these yet until I read the whole scripture, the temptation of Jesus, because this was the other mind blowing thing, but yeah. Matthew 21, 42 calls him the cornerstone, Matthew 21, 44, um, talks about being broken into pieces by this stone and we think about that in daniel when the kingdoms um i don't know if that's the exact word i didn't have it here but i know that's what my husband had brought up the yeah when the kingdom of darkness is you know comes to an end it will be done by this 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 rock mm, yeah stone. um anyways um and then 
the one that talks about where Jesus in Matthew 24, 2 says that not one stone will be left on top of another in reference to the destruction of the temple. Right. Um, and then the the one, there's a couple, I'm going to save them, the demon-possessed man and then the, the, the temptation of Jesus. But the other ones um, talk about um, and Luke being decorated with beautiful stones. And then John 8, 7 talks about where the lady, you know, is caught in this act of adultery. And he got, Jesus says to cast the first stone, you know, he who's without sin. Um, and then where Jesus in John 8, 59, he's actually taken out to be stoned by the crowd. They've considered right. him like Crazy. blasphemy, yeah. but he disappears. It doesn't happen. Right. Um, and then Roman 932 calls, you know, the, this, like it calls him and this a stumbling stone. He's called the stone of Zion in first Peter two four. He's called a living stone. And even in second Corinthians three, seven, I thought this was interesting that the ministry of death was carved on stone tablets. And we know that they're referencing the 10 commandments. And right. then we think about if Jesus is a metaphor for stone, how he came and provided everything that we needed, right? Like yeah. that symbolism. It kind of um, makes me think about the honey and the rock, right? Like, yes, right. Yes. Just that is words. so good. Yeah. Oh man, that was good. That was good stuff right there. Um, so when we go, I'm going to go to the first one that I want to share with you, which is Mark five, five, which talks about this demon possessed man. And what is he cutting himself with? Yeah. It wasn't he cutting himself with a stone. I don't have it he's, in front of me. He is. He's cutting himself yeah. with a stone. Like, and and he's, and he's in a cave. And I think about that. And I've never thought about that. But what can set us free but Jesus? And so I wonder if this act of mutilation that he's doing with a stone is even I it seemed to me it was a light bulb of reference because of course Jesus comes and sets him free we know yeah, that right but that is this there's always foreshadowing in the bible always and yeah it's amazing repetitive right and mm -hmm. so I'm like oh my goodness he's not cutting himself with glass he's not cutting himself with right, iron all he's, the things that uh -huh. he's cutting himself with a stone and and of course you know the idea of a man being possessed and having to do that is terrible but the idea that even in that state this metaphor for Christ is being displayed here is just just boggles the mind honestly yeah. I and I never thought of it I mean, um, it was so it was so amazing that night how God was just unraveling like this tangled web in our minds that he was unraveling and making it completely aligned and crystal clear and it was so such such a godly thing <laughs> godly it was so godly um <laughs> And so this is the last one that's the most to me that I had never paid attention to also in reference to stone, which is in um, Matthew chapter four. And um, it says, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. Most of us are probably very, I mean, how familiar would you say you are with this, this passage of scripture? Of the I would say pretty familiar. Yeah. yeah. I, I, felt, I felt like I was pretty familiar, but... Um, then that's how the word is alive and active. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, it was all new. <laughs> and so after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Then Jesus answered, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes out of the mouth of God. 
Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Wow. Jesus answered. Yeah. Jesus answered him. <laughs> it is also written. Do not put the Lord, your God to the test. And again, the devil took him up to very high, to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And with this, I'm sorry, all this I will give you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And the devil left him and the angels came and attended to him. Again, very familiar passage, passages of scripture right. ending there in verse right. 11. But two of the temptations of Jesus by right. the enemy himself are with rocks. And it's yes. like, what? <laughs> like, and what? with the very word that the stone word that is used to describe him later in Revelation, the exact same word. And so I, I can't help but think Right, which that, was the, what was that again? Lethro or something like that? Yeah, lithos or lethos. It's L-I-T-H-O-S. There's some and that's that so works. mind-boggling. The same, the same original word to describe Dude. him that he was being tempted with. It's like... Yeah. And it didn't work. And that's what we see a lot of these times. I mean, we all know there's so much, there's such richness there in the temptation and what happens, but just the newness of the idea that the devil tempted him with something that is a metaphor for Christ and Christ did not fall to that. And, and I think that there's just, there's just power in knowing all the symmetry and flow and symbolism and repetitive nature that God is trying to tell us over and over and over again, how strong he is. He's the cornerstone, you know, he's the pillar. He's, he is the, the, the rock that the builders rejected. Am I saying that right? I might be misquoting that a bit, but that's the the point being is that, right. Is he the, no, he's the stone, not the rock, the stone that, the builders rejected. I have it written down and I fumbled it, but, but yeah. Um, yeah. I was trying it's to just so amazing to just, I mean, just like you said, the, the repetitiveness, the, how he over and over and over. I mean, I feel like it's pretty common in, in, um, in the scriptures for people to know about the number three and about the number seven and just like their reference, like their significance and all of that. But how, I mean, all of my life, I have looked over stone and rock. Of course, I've known like God is the is the solid rock, the cornerstone, all of that. But then when we really just started, how God just literally poured this out in front of us. And it was like scriptures came alive in ways that they hadn't ever come alive before. And it was absolutely mind blowing. And I think too, of course, we want it like Jasper um, for many different ways. And one of them is we want to be like God, like ultimately that is our goal we want to be of course we're made in his image but we want our heart to be postured after him as well we want to be like jasper we want to be like that um and of course there's so many ways that we want to be like (laughs) um the lord but but it just kind of makes me think about all of the i don't know it's just it really is just mind-blowing to me how god is so personal, you know, out of all the things he knew that we needed to know, we needed to hear this. And, and I just believe that the Lord, when he opened the doors for the podcast and opened the doors for um, the name of it, and it just kind of came fumbling out. 
it was such a God thing and so abundantly obvious and it's just so amazing <laughs> I just love it yeah I just keep standing in all of his goodness I also kind of think back to about um how we were talking about the iron sharpens iron well iron of course is an element but it's often found in rocks and that's so neat uh-huh. to think about that kind of reference kind of being tied in there a little bit as well maybe a little yeah. bit more stretched but <laughs> No, I don't think so. I think I think there's definitely element to it there. But this is like, you know how some people they just need they need things in black and white before like they're they they want to see it, they want to see right. it, they want to see it kind of thing. And I think that of course we can't come to him but in faith, right? First. But then when you are there at the foot of Jesus, you can see it and you can see it and you can see it and every day you can see it new and it can just transform and renew your minds in ways that I can't even imagine right now how he could transform my mind more or differently. And yet I have this longing, this expectant longing for it because where I've come from, you know, and, and, you know, like we said, we're going to share our testimonies, but you just heard that Sarah really, her transformation came at 18 and mine didn't come till 31. Um, uh, even though like she said, she said the words, I said the words as well around 13 or 14, but my life transformation for me was age 31. And just knowing that, you know, um, that God would seek and desire to share himself new and fresh and powerful every single day with each one of us is just where our heart is to encourage you guys, because we know that. The enemy's biggest lie um, is to make the Bible seem unapproachable and too difficult. And I can't read that. I don't understand that. And I'll tell you this. I I don't have time. I don't have time. (laughs) Yes. Or, you know, these things. And and I get that. And I was in that. I understand that. Mm, But when you, if you can't do anything else, I think this would be the encouragement I would give you. If you can't do anything else, I tell my children this too, when they're angry and they need to forgive and they're not ready. I just ask them, I just say, you know what? I'm not ready to forgive. I'm not ready to, I don't even want to forgive, but God, I'm asking you to help me to want to ask you to be ready to forgive. (laughs) I mean, for real. I'm, I'm asking you, God, I don't want to pick up my Bible. And when I have picked it up, nothing has happened. And so I'm just asking you to, yes, give me the desire to want to read my Bible. And, and with then, that too, like, don't wait for the desire. Don't just pray and say, okay, well, God still doesn't give me the desire. Like, pick it up anyways, open it, you open know? It up. Yeah, that... Open it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's really good. That, that moment of saying, I know I've asked you, you know, and so I'm going to pick it up anyways and see, see that God doesn't meet you there and just take small bites, but realize that there's this, um, there's this whole other life for you. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to say this because like we said, this is for believers. This podcast is for believers. Obviously, we're, we're approaching it with some basic thoughts that at least as you're listening, you, you may have a foundation, you're curious, you're interested. But there may be somebody listening right now that doesn't believe in Jesus, that thinks everybody that they've encountered that knows Jesus are, are, are examples of people they don't want to be anything like. Mm-hmm. There could yeah. be people who have been... Um, lived in a, in a place of darkness mm-hmm. for a long, long time. And nobody has, has cared to even turn their way, much less shine a light into helping them. But right. I want you to know 
and I know Sarah does too, that there is a person, there is a God who loves you in such an intimate way. And he wants to come in and hold those broken pieces of you. He wants to mend them and he wants to walk alongside of you. You know, I don't, I never, I was, um, shared the gospel in a way that I don't want to share the gospel, which was a fear tactic. Right. It kept so, like, yes, yes. Yeah. Be afraid, be afraid. And you know, you don't want this and just fire and brimstone and all the things. So, <laughs> um, but I, but uh, so with my shared the gospel with my children, I never even talked about the idea of hell. And the reason is, and the reason I want to convey to any of the listeners is because while yes, our eternity means we get to be with Jesus face to face forever. When you accept Mm -hmm. this free gift, what it also means is he gives you a power and an authority and a richness of life today, because every single one of us is facing some things that are impossible. But when you walk through it with God, yes, the he might not move the impossible because that, you know, maybe he won't, but he doesn't say, but he will, I mean, there's plenty of scriptures where he moves it and where he doesn't. Right. Right. But he walks with you. And if I could just say anything, yeah, if I could say anything from a perspective of a person who, again, our testimony will come, but doesn't, didn't like church. And, and then my cousin over here is a pastor's daughter, was a pastor's daughter, (laughs) um, you know, and, and, um, but the sweetness that I would love you to know, and, and Sarah and I, that's our heart for this Mm -hmm. is for you to know that that quality of life, walking with your savior, the King of Kings who called you his own. He is the stone. They rolled the stone away and there he Ugh. was. Or they didn't roll the stone, but the stone was right, rolled the stone away, was rolled right? Away. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and there he emerged. And I think of, I think of all these things and I just want to encourage you and, and we want to encourage you and say that Jesus loves you. And that's not a bumper sticker. That's a realness yeah. that we, we just can't, there aren't enough hours in the day to fully uh, express that to you, but we hope that we can share our testimony and our journey and these little, these little God nuggets along the way. And that yeah. you'll just step alongside us. Yeah, absolutely. And I just imagine, you know, of course, God, we think about his power and his reverence and his righteousness, but also he's just this loving father who's waiting yes. with open arms, wanting you to run. He's calling your name and he wants you to just run into his arms and he's waiting to wrap his loving arms around you. I remember one time I was talking to my daughter and we were talking about, um, the the day of judgment and and she was like so terrified of it and she just imagined all the things that were going to be said and she was so scared and I was like you know what when you get to heaven he God's going to be like Alyssa I've been waiting for you I'm yeah. so happy to see you uh, yeah. and she just I remember she just started weeping like she was sobbing like she just holds this like well I've done this and I've done that and how like mm-hmm. she puts so herself in such yes she puts herself in such condemnation where she just boxes herself into like she must be perfect all the time unless she can't be loved and that's just not you know loved by God and that's just not who he is he loves you and he wants you through all the brokenness all the sin all the things and he's he's waiting you know yeah. Such and he never gives up on you he no never. That too. he never gives up on you and 
if you are living a life where everybody's given up on you, everybody's counted you out, there's one who has not. And um, we just hope that this podcast will introduce you to him and, and, yeah, and, and bring I think some too, encouragement. Yeah. And I know that Sarah and I have a lot of plans for this, but I think one of them being too, that um, we like to have our kids on here and share their yeah. walk and their testimony because they're not, you know, your children are not the church of tomorrow. They're the church of today. And they have access to the same Lord through the same spirit yeah. by the same blood. Um, all of the things that we do and, and that our children, I think have probably been, I mean, I don't want to speak for Sarah, but I, I know that they've showed me God in ways oh, that yeah. I, I was like, man, to have that, let me have right? a little bit of it's, that. Well, it comes I, down to that childlike faith, the things yeah. that they say and do. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, wow. Yes. Yeah. It is so beautiful. It is. Um, okay. Well, I think that hopefully we have hit all the notes that the Lord put on our heart for this opening podcast. Um, but we are planning to reconvene and the next podcast be about sharing our testimony because Sarah and I, in doing this gospel party, this gospel camp, and, you know, um, we, we recognize that, uh, I think as a Christian, um, body, we have largely been taught to share the gospel in a way that I don't think is productive and the biggest right. way that we want to hope to change and maybe get your mind thinking in different realms is get, get fluent in your testimony. Let, mm-hmm. Let's share our testimony because that's an experience that people need to hear. And so yeah. we want to start off, kick it off by saying, Hey, you know, you might not be able to say Jesus loves you to somebody, but you can say what Jesus has done for you just by saying what Jesus has done for you. And, yeah. and um, people need that as much as the next thing. And so that's our next that's our next quest. That's our next journey. Um, and, and we hope to meet you to meet you there. Yes, I know. I'm so excited. Well, Brittany, do you mind if I pray us out? Oh, please. I would love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Dearly Father, we just come before you right now. and We praise you for this um, opportunity that you have blessed us with. Thank you for the technology that we're able to do this. I pray for every listener. I pray for both Brittany and I. I pray for um, just our hearts to always be pointed to you and be postured after you and to reflect you. I pray that we will be like Jasper, that we will be like you. Um, Thank you for being our solid rock, our cornerstone. Thank you just for revealing things to us in a new and fresh way. I just pray for um, every listener out there to um, feel your presence and to, to, that you would just draw them closer to you, Lord. I just pray this all in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. And I love you, cousin. And I love you too. <laughs> and we're just so excited. And stay tuned. Okay, yep. we're going to get a cool sign off, like a, a cool tagline, <laughs> so we don't just wobble right. through. It's not an awkward, like, peace. <laughs> oh, peace out. <laughs> I promise it will get better. We're professional. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. Well, I will. Okay. We'll see you next time. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye.